Good morning, and welcome to Morning Prayers. Please stand as you are able for a responsive reading from the Black Appleton Chapel Psalter. We will read responsively Psalm number one by whole verse found on page number one. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water, that brighteth forth his fruit in the season, and leaf also shall not wither. And whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. Therefore, the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. You may take your seats.
This morning's reading comes from the Gospel according to Matthew, chapter 7, beginning at the first verse. Do not judge so that you may not be judged. For with the judgment you make, you will be judged. And the measure you give will be the measurement you get. Why do you see the speck in your neighbor's eye, but do not notice the log in your own eye? Here ends the lesson. Two weeks ago, a self-described free speech rally took place here in Boston, right in the gazebo on the common. Several of the scheduled speakers were a part of the neo-Nazi KKK and alt-right organizations who organized the deadly protest in Charlottesville. The organizers of the rally tried to obfuscate any connection between theirs and the one in Charlottesville. However, Boston wasn't buying it. A coalition of activists organized a counter-protest, spearheaded by the Black Lives Matter movement. Marching from Roxbury to the Common, over 40,000 people came out to demonstrate. Many participants carried signs with messages such as, No Trump, no KKK, no racist USA, and Americans against hate. At times, the crowd chanted, Hey, hey, ho, ho, white supremacy has got to go. It was a sight to behold. Mayor Marty Walsh said, it's clear today that Boston stood for peace and love, not bigotry and hate. I was proud of Boston that day, in particular because racism in Boston so often goes unacknowledged or it's purposefully omitted. We don't like to soil the self-portrait we paint of ourselves the home of the American Revolution, the fight for freedom, the start of the abolitionist movement, a cradle of activism and progressivism in the United States. We don't like to believe that racism and bigotry is alive and well here in our beloved city on a hill. Recently, an advertisement has been popping up at Redline tea stops. It's a black poster with bold white letters. It says, we'll keep your stuff safe if you go to Alewife and your phone goes to Mattapan. Samsung, defense grade security for an open world. If your phone is stolen, Samsung will keep your private information safe. Now, it's not hard to see why Samsung would select the red line as a place to advertise a cyber security product. The red line has stops in Boston's financial district, in Kendall Square with the tech companies and MIT, and right here in Harvard Square. None of these places are mentioned in the ad, however. Instead, the ad mentions Alewife and Mattapan. In case you don't know, Alewife is a tea stop in North Cambridge on the Red Line, an area where residents are predominantly white 
and from a wealthier socioeconomic status. The Boston Globe recently featured it as a location of a development boom with the construction of luxury condos, trendy restaurants, and high-end retail stores. Mattapan is another tea stop in Boston on the Red Line, an area where residents are predominantly black, folks have blue-collar jobs, and come from working-class backgrounds. And when you search for Mattapan on Google, the top searches are Mattapan crime rate, Mattapan ghetto, Mattapan murder pan, is Mattapan safe? We'll keep your work stuff safe if you go to Alewife and your phone goes to Mattapan. Cybersecurity is not the only message of this advertisement. Samsung exploits these whitewashed and bigoted caricatures of Alewife and Mattapan to sell their product. It reinforces and feeds the false and dangerous dichotomy that white supremacy peddles, that white is good and black is bad. I grew up listening to musicals. In South Pacific, there is a song that has haunted me as a child and continues to today. You've got to be taught to hate and fear You've got to be taught from year to year. It's got to be drummed in your dear little ear. It's got to be carefully taught. You, we wonder how hatred and bigotry continue to manifest in ourselves when we protest white supremacy. This is how. We take to the streets when we see white supremacy on full display and we should, but we also need to recognize that it's endemic and woven into the fabric of our culture. When we see racism and hatred in cloaked images and hiding behind veiled words, we need to call it out, frankly, and if not, even more so. And it may not be as obvious or self-evident at first glance, but it still feeds off of our prejudices and thereby reinforces these insidious and evil systems of oppression. We live in a time when we cannot afford naivete or pretend ignorance. And we cannot keep believing that the issue is with someone else. It's a time we not only call out the bigotry and hatred of others, but we also repent for our own sinfulness. Will you pray with me? In many ways, oh God, it feels like we are walking backwards on the road towards justice. Let us not become immobilized for the long journey ahead. God, grant us the strength to denounce white supremacy, racism, xenophobia, Islamophobia, and bigotry in our midst. Also give us the humility to see how we are implicit in these systems of oppression. May we repent for our own sins 
and seek forgiveness from you. Let us articulate specific and concrete ways to dismantle these insidious and evil systems. Amen. Let us join together in saying the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not to temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. I invite you to rise as you are able to sing the first verse of hymn number 47 found in your Red Mem Church hymnal. Amen. Amen.